Greetings, everybody, and a happy Thursday. Welcome back into Mining Stock Daily. Uh, we're going to air a corporate update here, and it's a unique corporate update because we typically don't uh, we don't do these corporate updates with ASX listed companies. But uh, this company was on uh, a number of years ago. I bet two, we're going thinking back, maybe it was two or three years ago. The company's name is Gold Fifty. They do trade on the ASX with the symbol G Fifty. Uh, what's interesting about Gold 50 is that they continue to explore in the west of the United States, specifically Nevada and also Arizona. And we're going to spend a lot of time in this discussion with uh, Managing Director Mark Wallace talking about their exploration work in Arizona at the Golconda Project. Uh, if you like high grade, you're going to like this story, 35 meters of 5.2 grams per ton gold and 5.9 grams per ton silver from a depth of about 168 meters. That was their latest drill results out of Golconda. So, Mark, uh, welcome back to Mining Stock Daily. Good to see you. Mike, thanks for having me back. It's great to uh, catch up. Yeah, and I'm glad you reached out, uh, you know, because I think – uh, it's a story, you know, I don't know how the Australian investors are watching a lot of these gold exploration stories happening in the U.S. of ASX listed companies. Uh, and I don't it's 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 hard to watch. You know, I think it's a lot of people have a hard time watching ASX listed companies working in the west of the United States and watching the trading action in Australia yeah. just because of the time difference. But listen, we always appreciate good exploration work, especially when you're finding good high grade. So let's maybe take a step back before we get into these drill results and give us a kind of a lay of the land here with Golconda. Sure. So uh, it has been a couple of years. I think it was we IPO'd in the August of uh, 2021. So, um, you know, from getting from that point to here is, you know, the better part of 18 months of work. I guess Gold 50's germination and the reason for being is, uh, you know, a lot of the experience around Western Australia and Australia for the last 20, 30 years is you know, lots of pediment and cover, need to do some old fashioned, you know, back to basics exploration. And then can we apply that to overlooked projects in North America? And the answer we believe is yes. Um, Golconda in particular is our flagship project. Um, our exploration manager, Danny Sims, who's a PhD in structural gold geology, worked at like Freeport, uh, sorry, worked down at Grasberg, you know, up at Red Dog and so on. Great experience. And so, you know, a lot of our projects, the similarity is they're all like time capsules, just things stuck in time for 20, 30 years overlooked. We're drilling in the shadows of head frames. So a lot of the hard work's being done. We have a preference from, you know, drilling from patented claims. So, you know, unique to both of our projects is a large number of patented claims. And that's one eye of, you know, with some success, pathway to production and commercialization is a lot shorter. So, you know, we have to be aware of all those things. And so Golconda definitely ticked all those boxes. Um, so historical, it's been a producer, you know, based on zinc and lead from the 1917s, surface infrastructure burnt to the ground, and then no one's basically been back there properly since. Um, hmm. Core to that theme is it's a part of a metal zonation uh, is the geological model we're testing. And so mineral parks just to the north, northwest of us um, is a historical copper moly producer and theory being through the Sabat mountain range as you go north and south you know, the zinc and lead drops out and then you get these precious metal veins. So chloride mine in Tennessee, so the north of Mineral Park, Golconda's to the south, and it's kind of walking in after 100 years and then giving another go. So Danny Sims' theory was that you know, in the structure, uh, lots of structure, lots of complexity, 
and then we're looking for these. The, the presumption was major north-south intersections against the northwest-southeast main zone is where you're going to get higher grades of precious metals. And that's what we have with our discovery hole here, GRC06, is the 35 metres at 5.2 gold and 5.9 silver. So, um, you know, Golconda is, it's a, it's a big complex system. You know, we've gone from, are we in the kitchen? Now we're in the oven. You know, there's a fire and now we're just trying to bulk it up from here. So we're pretty excited. So historically, so you mentioned it, it was a historically lead zinc mine back in the day. And then if it started, yeah. it, it started on fire and abandoned after that? Pretty much. So they used to, a high grade zinc lead con, from what we can tell, I would guess it's plus 20, 25% zinc lead con. They mm. would take it up to the Colorado River, out to California, on a boat to the UK and process it. And we suggest that there's lots of zinc, uh, lots of gold and silver in the cons that were you know, paying for the bulk of that. And so, yeah, it's, um, you know, it burnt to the ground and then stuck in this time capsule of ownership, you know, and then claims and things like that. And so pre-Gold 50 listing on the market, you know, Danny and one of our directors, Bernard Rowe, spent 18 months sort of trying to get it all put together, bulking up the package. So everyone's seen the combination of 18 months of listed life for us. There's another 18 months before that that's gone into it. And so this is this first principles, back to basics, you know, let's start from the beginning and then work up from there. And mm-hmm. so, you know, we, we say measure twice, cut once. And uh, I would like to have had the discovery hole at the start of the RC program. We had it halfway through. I'm just thankful we've got it, you know? Yeah. Is it patented land there that you're operating on? Yeah, there's about five or six contiguous patented claims we're working from. We've got a couple more to the north. Um, there's not much more we can do, uh, but there's, you know, we're on the strike of about one and a half kilometres, and it's all covered by patented claims. And so our targets, we drill from there. Um, we deal with the BLM, got a great relationship with the guys there, the local office, uh, more for just access and roads and so on. But, you know, they, they're great to deal with, and then everything else is patented claims. So, um from results and assays and evolving the model from the recent program. You know, we were back out in the field last week, pegged out the next pads for, you know, phase two drilling. Uh, we want to get some strike extent, some depth extent. You know, so from that discovery hole, it was still running half gram at the end of hole gold. Mm. And so, you know, we know the Golconda mine was developed down to about 500 metres. They were still running 13 grams gold and, you know, multi hundred grams silver, even at that depth. So. We finished yeah. around the 260 odd mark. We know from the Golconda mine, a couple hundred feet, you know, next door, there's still you know depth extension to this. So that's our that's our next move. You know, RC program phase two, bit of strike and some depth, and then you know add some tons. And you know we're an ounce per vertical meter kind of group. You know, it's got to be commercial. Right, right. Oh, well, it's interesting. So this this high grade hit that's mm. I mean, obviously the highlight. That's hole six. So let's talk about hole six. As I'm looking at this cross section here, you put on the release here, Mark. And what's interesting, yeah. obviously, you have that you know that wide 35 meters of 5.2 grams per ton gold. There was nine meters in there of almost 20 grams per ton. So I mean, really yeah. good grade. But you also have these these smaller um, these the, these smaller intervals a meter and a half uh, to up to three meters just above that wide hit and also below it so you know what are you observing here as far as structure of the of mm. the precious metal mineralization from just this one hole that will kind of direct your drilling here in the future which I'm sure it already has 
Yeah, yeah. So I, I guess um, we always knew lots of structure, lots of complexity, and we're kind of drilling for permeability and trying to find where things were going to drop out. Um, if you said to me, we're going to hit this, I'd be you know, ecstatic. I wasn't expecting this so much. So basically what's happening is at that depth where you see this, you know, it was inferred north-south. We can see it at surface, interpreted to be hitting, you know, the major, uh, you know, structure that goes through the main Sabat mountain range. So it's a big northwest-southeaster. And then the north-south fault hits that. And whatever's gone on there has, you know, allowed the precious metals to drop out. The new information that probably helps us with targeting is um, there's a lot of, you know, sort of iron in the hole. And it's like a, a mafic unit that we didn't really understand before. And there's something chemically going on, we're guessing, that has helped the precious metals drop out sooner, you know, in the system. And it's dropped out lower down there at that 170 odd metre level. And then the precious, uh, the base metals are probably clearly, you know, gone on and then gone to surface. So, you know, I think the bulk of our target will be down there. You know, mm. uh, phase two will be understanding more north-south sort of, you know, veins across the main fault. And does this sort of bulk up as a string of pearls, so to speak, down there? Or, you know, can there be a larger enrichment? We don't know. But I think for me personally, you know, we've got a kilometre odd of patented claims and strike to deal with. Um, I think it'll be a bit more discreet than that. I don't think it'll be the whole kilometre of strike. But I think this will be a lot of depth to it. You know, this thing could go to the centre of the earth. You know, is my expectation yeah so you know it's nice yeah oh sorry our all rc drilling is what i read is that correct yeah so the first two holes were two core holes and that's more okay. to satisfy the curiosity of like no one's done a proper program here before the ip and data you get from just a couple of holes they're about 700 meters apart um, we had three priority areas we're trying to test and so the core holes trying to you know, to get us, a, in a sense, understand what's going on, base of oxidation, little things like that, that help us then focus the RC. Um, but, you know, we've got excellent RC drillers, the guys from Harris Exploration, you know, as far as we're concerned, it's the A team and the A equipment, and, uh, you know, they're awesome. So, yeah, RC yeah. drilling from now on until we've sort of cracked the code properly. Okay. And this mineralization that you're hitting is all oxidized? No, it's all no. fresh. So the base of oxidation, okay. bit so it's it's all fresh. Yeah. So it's okay. um, yeah, it's pretty unique. We kind of thought it might be deeper, but it's not. It's a bit higher up. So you know, it's yeah. most things we thought was going on is is happening. The surprise is probably the twenty meters of nineteen gold. You know, um, and yeah, you yeah. know, GRC six is our discovery hole. GRC three is just as good. You know, we didn't even hit our main target in that hole. Um, we had to sort of drill down dip of the main target because of just access and we're on the side of the mountain there. But, you know, GRC03 hit 11 metres of 1.2 gold and 399 silver, you know. So that's a 4,500 yeah. gram metre silver intersection. So, you know, we know there's a yeah, yeah. lot. It's a big, it, it's a big complex system, you know. And so for last week, that hole there was first... Uh, for gram meter intersections for silver. And I think that the guys at Nevada, King Gold was second, you know? So, you know, nice. it's um, it's a big, big system and we're pretty stoked. Yeah, yeah, very good. Uh, so so what's next? What's happening now to follow up on, these, on, on this discovery hole? And really, what is the name of the game for exploration there? Yeah, so phase two is about strike and depth extent. And I think then also in staying on our patented claims, um, can get some wild weather and rains in, in, in October, September in this part of the Sabat Mountain. So 
it's either going to be just before then or just after and then similar size program but instead of three rc holes testing three targets it's going to be a more concentrated effort on sort of bulking up our understanding here so um, you know the significance of the Golconda tub zone and the high base metals and then a bit more depth to the precious metals and so on so just yeah, yeah. evolving the model you know we're first principles you know measure twice cut once sort of guys it's pretty simple yeah yeah very good um yeah it's a, it's very interesting this all happens it's really on that southeastern corner of the walker lane trend on the arizona side the moss mine yeah. isn't very far away so i mean it's obvious that there's mineralization there uh, nice to see these high grade hits. Uh, let's step away uh, from Golconda here, Mark, because mm. I mean, obviously that's your flagship, and you were probably, you know, investors are going to see a lot of news out of Golconda here moving forward. But there's also another project uh, further northwest within the trend, uh, nestled between Round Mountain and Tonopah, Nevada. That's called Whitecaps, and you mentioned to me this is also a key project for the portfolio. Yeah. So why don't you give us a kind of a brief introduction of Whitecaps? Yeah, sure. So Whitecaps is something that came on our radar a few years ago. Again, not dissimilar to a gold condor in the sense that um, a previous historical mine you know, in the early 1900s um, uh, had been stuck in uh, sort of just a time capsule again, hadn't been worked properly. And then uh, we spoke to, we came across the vendors and uh, we sort of worked out a way that kind of um, was a transaction that worked for them and for us. So they're great partners. You know, they sort of bring the project. We bring the IP and, and the capital, and we're working it up. So significance being drilling in the shadows of head frames yet again. So you've got Round Mountain just up the road, historical mine four miles to the west of us, and then um, this thing that's been just forgotten for 20, 30 years. So 23 patented claims, 70-odd unpatented claims, and a pathway for us to work up pretty quick. So... Historical white caps is a high grade uh, mine. It was 125,000 ounces at over an ounce, uh, stopped producing probably 60, 70 years ago. And it's a sort of a, it's a limestone, um, another big structural play. Uh, the the, the uh, white caps fault that goes right through the property, through the patented claims, cross cutting faults and limestones and features. So historical exploration has been limited to chasing depth extension. So we know white caps has developed down to about 1300 feet. Um, water comes in around 775, 800 foot level. We know below the water, they left sort of 10 meters of 90 gram dirt down there. And uh, mm. it was just as a 900 gram meter intersection sitting down there. Everyone since historical production has gone chasing the high grade you know, depth extension. Uh, what we found, so Freeport drilled the property in 1982 for two years, 40 odd, odd holes. And what we found, it looks like there's a more broader sort of bulk a ton, what we'd call low grade sort of open pit potential. Low grade is two to three grams. Uh, mm. And because uh, the high grade runs sort of an ounce plus in in, uh, in the white caps proper. So what we've kind of gone is let's take a 30,000 foot view. We've gone back in first principles. So it's basically, you know, big soil sampling program last year, late last year. The re results of, you know, sort of defined what we believe is a two kilometer by 500 meter sort of trend of Carlin type opportunity. We followed up with another 256 sort of samples of our trenching program, drone supported, you know, geophysics, and we got results of that sort of a couple of weeks ago. And now we're evolving it from here. So we're going to have a couple of guys mapping the whole 10 square kilometers of our of the mm. of the um of the claims. because uh, I think as we've learned at Golconda, the mapping and the structural interpretation of what's going on is going to be far more important than just sort of following the old results. So 
you know, modernizing, you know, all the data and all the IP to a 2023 standard. And then again, because we're on patented claims, you know, get the RC rig out there and, and start drilling. So um, yeah. my suggest in a perfect world, I'd love to be drilling at the back end of summer this year, but I got a feeling, you know, if it's another early winter, like we just had, and it was kind of extended winter, you know, on the basis of measure twice cut once, I'd rather come out and drill this properly in April next year or May sure. than try and squeeze a quick RC program in. But, uh, you know, for, for those listening, you know, gold condor is probably two thirds of our focus going forward. White caps, one third. And that's just by virtue of white caps came in the portfolio later and then just needs to be yeah. worked up, you know? Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, there's a number of projects as well. Uh, I'll let people go visit the website, uh, gold50.com mm. and, and get a whole rundown here. Uh, but it's, you know, it, it, so, uh, so, so white caps, really early exploration, Maybe you'll mm. drill this year. You're not really stricken to it. Definitely next year at the latest. Um, happy, you know, really happy to hear it. And you know, yeah. let's let's stay in touch. Gold Conda. I mean, again, like I said, we appreciate uh, good stories and companies doing really good work. And we always love it when they're finding high grade. Uh, so uh, appreciate yeah. <laughs> appreciate appreciate you coming on and giving us a rundown. Um, if people have follow up questions for you, how do they reach out to you, Mark? Um, at the moment, um, it's probably easier via, you know, the, the, our website. So we just focus everyone to the website. You know, it's quite prolific for the data points and updates and, and all of our social media and so on. So just through our website and uh, they can jump on a distribution list or, you know, the queries, um, you know, email address there. And, you know, I usually respond within, you know, 12 hours sort of thing or, or less. All right. Given the time difference. All right. All right. That's yeah. that's Mark Wallace from Gold 50, everybody. They trade on the ASX with G50. It's a it's an interesting story. And obviously, they're doing great work. I think it's one for everybody interested in gold exploration. There's on Nevada to watch. So, Mark, uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Trevor, thanks for your time. Thanks, Matt. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.